business, government, religion, family issues, and more. Find it all right here on 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, March 14th. Missouri Conservation is encouraging the public to use caution when using MDC boat accesses at Lake of the Ozark. Boat ramps have sustained damage over the course of several months due to low water levels. MDC has also received complaints about impacted ramps on local mid-Missouri rivers, including accesses along the Missouri River. If you see a damaged MDC ramp, call 573-815-7900. If you drive on Highway 5, you may hit some traffic this week. Moda crews will be making repairs to the pavement on Route 5 in Morgan County. Crews will be closing one lane of Missouri Route 52 in Versailles. The closure starts today and continues through Friday, March 25th. For any questions about the closure, call 1-888-ASK-MODOT. Missouri Conservation has confirmed that an avian flu has been detected in a pelican in Clay County. The flu can be transmitted from wild birds to domestic ones, so MDC recommends against handling sick or dead birds. Citizens can report sick or dead birds by emailing wildlifehealth at mdc.mo.gov. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. There is a battle raging for the hearts and minds of our children, a battle to erase Christian values and constitutional principles. Concerned Women for America of Missouri invites you to their state conference April 9th in Springfield to hear leaders and experts speak on important issues, including critical race theory, transgenderism, and election integrity. For information, visit the CWA of Missouri Facebook events page. Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. Well, how about this news from the NFL? It was just a month and a half ago that Tom Brady announced that he was retiring. Well, not so fast. Brady says he has unfinished business now and is returning for another year with Tampa. It'll be the 23rd season for Brady. He is, of course, a seven-time Super Bowl champion and a certain future Hall of Famer. St. Louis Blues saw their two-game win streak come to an end last night, losing to the Jets. They've got a little time off now. They don't play again until Thursday when they entertain the Penguins. High school basketball state tournament over the weekend. The smaller schools played their championships last weekend. The bigger schools coming up this weekend. So your champions crown this last weekend. Class 1, South Iron is a state champ. They beat Stanbury for the title. St. Elizabeth took third place. Class 2 champion is Norwood. They beat Bernie for the title. Class 3 champion is Charleston. They beat Lafayette County in the championship game. For the girls, class Class 1, South Nottoway is the champion. They beat Delta. Class 2, it's Wellington Napoleon. They beat Ellington. And the Class 3 champion, El Dorado Springs, a winner over South Shelby. So Classes 4, 5, and 6 will play their Final Four this week in Springfield. 
College Hoops. Mizzou Tigers finish the year 12-21 and 21 and immediately fire coach Quanzo Martin after five seasons. He took the team to two big dances twice in his five years, losing in the first round both times. As for the MSU Bears, they're headed to the NIT tournament with a 23-10 and 10 record. The men's and women's big dance get underway this week. The big NCAA tournament starts with play-in games on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then 16 games on Thursday and Friday. Baylor beat Gonzaga in the men's championship last year. The women's big dance starts this week as well. South Carolina looking to be the team to beat uh, in the women's big dance this year. Major League Baseball is back after a 99-day lockout. The owners and players union agreeing on a new working agreement. Opening day now April 7th, and yes, they will play a full 162-game schedule. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 on Lake TV. Lake TV bringing you five local Lake Area shows. And don't forget about Uncle Chris at the top of the hour almost every hour. Lake TV can be seen on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. Portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV. Lake TV is your hometown local TV station featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozark shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key and Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key and Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and fobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key and Lock serving the entire lake area. Part of the solution. 
Join the lake's only community radio station, 89.3, The Key. Hey, good morning. Thank you for joining us here on a beautiful, beautiful day, man. Coming off uh, kind of an incredible weekend where we had uh, freezing temperatures for a parade and uh, St. Patrick's Day events. Hi there. And uh, looking forward uh, to, you know, some 60-plus degree weather today. I think it is just going to be fabulous. I think uh, all you need to do is concern yourself with, uh, I'll put you over, put you over behind that mic right there. There you go. And um, like I said, we've got some incredible weather. Got a chance uh, to get out and enjoy the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Lake Ozark on Saturday. I think uh, we made it to about 25, 26, maybe 27 degrees. But um, my first guest, she was very comfortable in that nice big pickup truck that she was riding in. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. That was a that was a monstrosity there. You can adjust that mic so you can get uh, get optimal audio out. There you go. And so uh, yeah, we had the chance to uh, to see Becky Jennings uh, in the parade and a lot of other folks, and it was nice. I don't know how long it took you guys to get from where we were set up at uh, the Lake Expo office right there, LakeExpo.com, actually down to the strip and done with the parade. But it looked like it was taking a while. It was taking a while, but it, it wasn't too bad. You know, I was again sitting in that nice warm truck, so I I was just I was just trying to untangle beads to throw them out. I wasn't paying attention to time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was a fun day, despite the uh, weather. I think a lot of folks came out for the event. And, of course, uh, the festivities that they had on the west side, including the uh, Lake of the Ozarks uh, pub crawl, St. Patrick's Day pub crawl, which uh, looked like it was a lot of fun as well. I know there were a lot of folks getting involved in what was happening over there on the west side. 65, the expected high today, and will drop down to a low tonight of around 45. Just perfect weather. And, I mean, if you look at this forecast for the next 10 days, it's just going to blow your mind and, and maybe just give you a bit of relief on the uh, the good old heating bill. We're looking for a high today of 65, a high tomorrow of 65, 73 on Wednesday, 72 on Thursday, some showers possible on Friday, mainly in the morning, and a high of around 55, 62. Looks like a beautiful weekend to start getting uh, all that spring. My wife actually said the two words spring cleaning yesterday, and I said, no, oh, no, 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 sit down, relax. <laughs> You don't have to get on it just yet. Enjoy some of this nice weather. And as of right now, we are at about 44 degrees. It is a beautiful day to be alive and live at the Lake of the Ozarks. Uh, coming up next hour, we're going to be talking with Mario Diaz. Mario is going to be part of an event that uh, is going to be held by the Concerned Women for America of Missouri. And he's going to be their keynote speaker. As a matter of fact, I just talked to him uh, a few minutes ago, he was. Uh, we got our we got our wires crossed. Central time versus uh, Eastern time, but I definitely know he's going to be joining us on the program coming up next hour. Eight eleven is our time. Becky Jennings with the Jennings Insurance Group is joining us here this morning. How you doing? Well, I'm doing. I'm doing well. I did thaw out eventually. Um, literally, I didn't feel cold for about two hours. So that's how cold I actually did get. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, uh, the, the day where we, like I said, we were set up right there right. in front of LakeExpo.com and uh, uh, Second Home Living Magazine. Uh, right there, their offices are down. They've got that beautiful lake view that they get to enjoy every day. Oh, I love Lake Expo and their office. Yeah. They did a great job. Yes, they did. They certainly did. Uh, speaking of which, you're putting together some new digs, aren't you? We are, actually. We just moved. Mm -hmm. uh, we moved into a new location. So 
We are across the street from Jimmy John's. Okay. So Jimmy John's there in front of Home Depot. Um, sometimes it takes a minute for people to run through the files and think about where Jimmy John's is. But uh, we're right there, Home Depot. Then Jimmy John's sits in front of that. And we are right across the street from Jimmy John's and McDonald's. Jimmy John's and McDonald's. So uh, obviously those are a couple of landmarks that a lot of people know about and should be able to find your uh, your business accordingly. Yeah, we're in the Pike Chiropractic Building. A lot of people know that building because right. they have great signage. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So we're, uh, we're, we're getting the new location, the new digs taken yeah, care yeah. of. And, you well, know, as, as your company expands, obviously you have to expand uh, – because you probably have more folks working for you yeah. and, and, and things along those lines. Well, you know, we, we every day I would hear somebody complain about my parking in the old building because oh. we were getting just that busy. Right. And um, it is, is a little tricky getting in and out of there because that's a one way there. But, um, and, and this seems like a, a minor thing unless you turn the wrong way on that one way and then it becomes a major thing. And yes. a lot of people do that. <laughs> yes, do. But, um, but when you're coming in, if you take that Highway 42 exit just after Passover, if you're coming in from the camp, Camdenton side, um, we're the second building on the left. And if you're coming in from up by Hy-Vee and Stonecrest Mall, um, you make a left there on Fort o Osage um, Lane, I think it is right there. Circle back behind Jimmy John's there in front of Home Depot, and you can cross there. You don't have to go down and around. It, it makes it a little easier if you go that way. It does. It certainly so. does. Yeah, it's right there. And easy to find. And, and, you know, a lot of people say, well, where's Jimmy John's? Well, that used to be a convenience store. It did. It did. You know, I got a funny story. Um, so McDonald's, I, I was around when McDonald's first got built, mm -hmm. right? And I was in high school. And I can remember I was coming. I had a, a orthodontist appointment in Camdenton. I went to school in high school uh, in Eldon. And I stopped at that McDonald's uh, to get a shake because mm -hmm. I had my braces tightened and my teeth were hurting, right? Right, right. And uh, I saw coming out of McDonald's some people with California plates on a VW Bug, and they were punk rockers with the spiked hair and the mohawk. <laughs> First time in my life I'd ever seen such a sight. I was so intrigued. I could not stop looking. And uh, black leather everywhere and studs. You know, the culture the, shock. Yeah, it was the you know, early 80s. Right. And, uh, so it was just... Uh, it was was, it was very vivid in my mind. I can still see that group of people walking out of McDonald's. That's amazing. Day. That yeah. is amazing. So, yeah, you, you get to see a little. I think you, it, it, there's another uh, nice thing about living at the lake. We don't have to go to them. They come to us. They do come to us. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Somehow, some way. There's no better people watching than Lake of the Ozarks. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, so you've got, uh, let's talk uh, about member services. Yeah. And that's something that's uh, new for you as well, which uh, kind of like we've got here, you have a, uh, a recording studio. Yeah, we're putting in a recording studio. As you know, we um, we do have a podcast and we do advertise it with you guys. Right. And we, we go through you guys to, to put it on. And so we've decided that that was a great investment for us. Mm -hmm. So we're putting together our own little um, recording studio for our podcast. And people who are either clients of ours or referring partners, if they would like to come in, if they've been thinking about about a podcast or something along those lines, sure. they can come in and use our facilities, and uh, it's free of charge. They just have to give us a call at the office, and nice. we'll get them scheduled in, and nice. they can use it however often they want to. Man, I tell you what, that's cool. That's <clears throat> that's nice to have uh, something like that at the drop of a hat. 
if you want to uh, if you want to utilize it for one reason or another. It's been a fun thing to yeah. start doing podcasts, and uh, it makes you keep up on everything, all the latest, because you certainly don't want to be giving wrong information out there for anybody to listen to. So you want to give the latest update all the time. Which reminds me, as I look through our uh, our lineup of programming, uh, Becky's program is on uh, Tuesdays at 11 a.m., 7 p.m., and again at 3 in the morning, just uh, covering all of our bases here. That's why we do it three times a day. And also on Fridays at 11 a.m., 7 p.m., and 3 a.m. So you can check out what's going on for the Jennings Insurance Group uh, quite regularly on Key Radio. And that's uh, it's one of the reasons why we want to bring Becky in is to kind of talk about some of the stuff that's new and exciting. And and uh, it just so happened that this uh, interview is taking place on uh, Monday, which you uh, consider Medicare Monday. Medicare Monday, yeah. yes, absolutely. Um, you know, so we have um, Medicare Monday. We have that website. We're getting ready to do all new videos and put up all new information. So that's um, very exciting. That's on our agenda to do in the next 30 days or so. Um, we have a lot of things going on, actually. Um, we're working on a book currently, and uh, I book. am very wow. excited about this. You know, you don't realize how much you have in your mind until you start writing it down, and then you try to put it in some kind of order so that it makes sense to everybody else in the world, right? So um, we have what's called Your Retirement Academy, and, um, and so we do a lot of different things, but... In the book, we hope to have it uh, launched by early summer, so we're pretty far along in the process. Um, we haven't settled on a name for the book yet, but um, basically we have eight financial concepts to prepare for retirement. Um, things like uh, using health insurance as a financial tool. Uh, a lot of people don't think about health insurance that way, but quite frankly, it is one of the most important uh, tools because it can keep you from going bankrupt, right? Um, the financial pyramid, um, accumulation and distribution. You know, the financial pyramid, a lot of people have their financial pyramid upside down and they don't know it. So we talk to people about how to, how to keep from being wobbly in your um, finances as you retire. And also that shift that you make from accumulation to distribution. So um, what that means is, you know, as you're in your working years, you're accumulating your wealth, your mm -hmm. retirement funds, all those things. And then when you retire, you need to make a shift. You can't keep treating your money the same way. So that's when you enter the distribution phase, which means you're going to start taking uh, money to live on. And uh, so we talk about the shift that you need to make um, in that chapter as well. And um, so there's going to be some great information in there. I, again, I'm very excited because really it's, um, it's, it's basically my life's work. Right. And, uh, I will tell you, you know, one of the things that, um, happened to me was, um, when I first started in Medicare, it was 2007. And so, um, we all know what happened in 2008, right? And I had clients who suffered a great deal of that. Uh, time. And I was thinking, I am never doing anything but Medicare because people were calling me. At that time, I was doing in-home appointments and I would go to their home and sit at their kitchen table and they would tell me what desperate situation they were in and they were trying to cut costs. And one of the ways they were trying to cut costs is their health care coverage. Yes, yes. And, so, um, and so that brought me to today 
And, um, and so that's why I'm so excited about being able to offer solutions to people who, um, who, and, and listen, what's going on in the Ukraine, um, it is really going to affect our finances as we all know. Already has, yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Inflation and all, all the other taxes and so forth. So, um, Anyway, I have a feeling that I'll be hearing a lot of conversations similar to what I heard in 2008, yeah. which was, we've got to cut costs everywhere we can. So It's a shame, though, you know, when you talk with people who are on a fixed income, and every month they have to juggle things around. And so, you know, what do I pay this month? Do I right. pay, uh, you know, for my food, for my utilities? Do I pay my rent if I, you know, if that's the case? Right. Uh, and then it seems like, you know, uh, the health, just kind of keep slipping on down the yeah, line as far as list Until of priorities. Until it's an emergency. Yeah. 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 Um, I will tell you, one of the things about Medicare Monday, you brought that up, and one of the so topics that we'll be covering is um, how to get extra help mm -hmm. on, and how to find extra help, not just you know, uh, through Social Security, which we will help you with that as well, um, also Medicaid, um, how to get prescriptions maybe in other countries that get shipped here. Um, there's a lot of things that we do that are outside the, what you would think of was the normal realm of, right. of what an insurance agency would do uh, to help people make their uh, dollars, their health care dollars, go as far as they can. And so if there is any extra help uh, um, available to people, we help them apply. That is a courtesy we do to, for anyone in our community, even if they're not our client. So, And there is no charge. I want to make sure that I say that because mm -hmm. so I have so many people call me and say, I'd love to come in and talk and figure this out, but I don't have any. I, I, how much does it cost? Right. It never costs anything, ever. It is one of the most confusing things, I think, for so many people because you hit that age, and, and I'm there now, and I'm not 65 yet, but I'm getting close. I'm right. clo closing in. Yeah, me too. And so I get all of the uh, little things in the mail about uh, Medicaid and Medicare, and do you know what your benefits are? And then you've got Joe Namath and Jimmy Walker. And, oh, yeah. And, and, and people that are familiar, and, and, and obviously that's part of the whole situation when they use those folks. They know that they're people that, uh, you know, people our age right remember and and uh, you know that is something i do want to talk about but um one of the other things i do want to make mention is on the you mentioned medicare monday mm -hmm. that will be the second monday of every month right. i don't do it the first because we have holidays sometimes that fall on the first monday right but the second monday and it'll be a lunch and learn so if you want to come in on your lunch hour um we will serve lunch if you are svp um, you can, you will get a free lunch and we will talk about things. Um, these are not things to sell you anything or to talk you into or out of something, but it's topics like, um, the top 10 things you should know about Medicare Advantage, um, how to know if you're eligible for benefits they're advertising on those commercials, understanding Met Medigap, Medicare supplement plans. There'll be topics like that. Mm -hmm. And by the way, right now on our, um, Facebook page, Jennings Insurance Group, um, we have a post, and if you'll uh, go in there and put a, a comment in the post mm -hmm. and tell us what topics you would like us to discuss, uh, we can make some of those things uh, part of our uh, topics that we are going to go through um, over, the, over the coming months. So we're going to try to do that every month, the second Monday, uh, Lunch and Learn. I'm very excited about that. I think so, and, and it's nice to be able to, uh, you know, when you come in to participate uh, you know, talk the topics that you want to talk about. Right. Yeah. You know, so many times we 
<clears throat> you know, it's it's the uh, annual enrollment period, and it's so busy, and all we're doing is talking right. about this product or this insurance company or this benefit or that benefit. Um, but there are so many things, you know, once you get to the point where you've settled on what plan you want, then you have to be like, okay, wait a minute, how does this work again? And so what we're going to do is we're going to cover those topics, answer questions. It'll be an open forum. Um, we have a very nice room in mm -hmm. our new location and, uh, we'll have it set up, um, as a classroom and you can come in, take notes, ask questions, and you can do it completely anonymously. If you would like to, we will never contact you unless you ask us to. Well, I think that's, uh, you know, that's, again, up to the uh, people that would like to participate in the program. And uh, why not uh, take the opportunity to sit down with somebody? It doesn't cost anything. You come in, you get the consultation, and kind of have an idea of uh, what direction you need to go. And, again, I, there's just so much information coming at people these days. And I will say that a lot of people, um, and I use my mother as an example, she she screens all of her phone calls. She's got, oh, yeah. got the answering yeah. machine now. She doesn't answer the phone anymore. Right. And so, uh, and then I was talking to her the other day. Um, it was her birthday on Friday, and she said, "I my gosh, I get inundated with all these calls. Yes. And she said, well, how in the world did they get my phone number? I said, there are probably hundreds of creative ways that they can get information on you. Um, you know, there are apps, yeah. actually apps out there with all of your information, your date of birth, <clears throat> anybody can purchase those. And, um, not only are there apps before there were apps, there were mailing lists and email lists mm -hmm. and things like that. So one of the things that <clears throat> you have to think about too, is Medicare compliance. See, it, it used to be, um, when I first started in the industry, uh, compliance was very, they were very serious. Medicare was very serious about compliance and they would secret shop you. Um, if you got enough complaints or, um, bad reviews when they secret shopped you, <laughs> Medicare shopped you, your health insurance plans shopped you, um, and d different entities. And, they would come to community meetings, they would schedule appointments, all kinds of things. And if you weren't compliant, you got a report. And if you weren't compliant enough times, you could lose your appointment with a particular carrier wow. or you could ha you could lose your appointment to be able to even write Medicare. What happened to those days? Oh, man. You know, people <laughs> complained about compliance all the time. I've never complained about compliance because that's what keeps... Um, keeps most people on the straight and narrow most of the time. There's always those people who deviate. Right. But um, what's happened, though, is we have 10,000 a day uh, turning 65 in this country. We've all heard that. And they will be for the next, uh, till I think, 2030. And so as long as there's that much business out there to write, um, they're always going to be right on the edge of compliance. And it's the worst possible thing that can happen because I see so many people end up on plans they shouldn't be on. Um, because, you know, one of the one of the things I really want to talk about today is the TV ads. Um, I get uh, calls this time of year for two reasons. They're turning 65 and they and the second reason is they want to know if they're getting all the benefits that are being advertised on TV. Those are the two calls I get more often than anything else by far. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times people, when they see those ads, they think they're calling the government. Have you ever listened to what they say on those ads? Um, you know, I not at first because I, I just, I don't really, when I see an ad, I kind of do the yeah. old flip, I, I change the channel. Right. But I, just because I'm getting close to that age, I was thinking, uh, yeah, let's let's give it a listen. Yeah. It says, CMS, that's Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, uh -huh. 
So they say that. So right out of the gate, you think, oh, this is the government talking. Has officially authorized new benefits that Medicare Advantage plans may include to get the Medicare coverage you deserve. Call the Medicare helpline. So you think it's you're calling line. Medicare. Yeah. You are, in fact, not calling Medicare. You're calling a giant call center mm-hmm. that has people working from home all right. over the country, right. and their one and only job is to switch your health insurance plan. That's what their job is when you call in. So, And by the way, when you call the helpline, you're actually not calling any insurance company. A lot of times, now sometimes you are, but most of the time you're calling a marketing organization. They're not even licensed for, to sell insurance. And what they're doing is they're selling your lead, your information, mm-hmm. you. They transfer you or they get your information and, and they sell it to, to whoever uh, is paying for leads. And they sell it not to one person, but to as many people as will pay for it. So they'll transfer you to somebody. Think about that. They're transferring you to somebody whose sole purpose is to switch your plan. Mm-hmm. They don't care if it's the right plan for you. They don't. I, I get very worked up about this, as you might be able to tell, because they, they don't That's care. That's good, though. I mean, um, uh, you should. Yeah, they're trying to figure out a reason that they can switch your plan. And when I say a reason, I mean a reason that Medicare will accept your application. And so a lot of times people will say, well, the annual enrollment period is over. Why, can't, why are they still advertising these? Well, there's this little thing called an open enrollment period, January 1st through March 31st. And if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan, you can either go back to original Medicare or you can switch your Advantage plan one time. <clears throat> now, we can't advertise that on marketing materials or things like that. But just so you know, they still will have an opportunity to do that. So if they can do that, then you're stuck in that plan for the whole rest of the year. Whatever plan they put you on when you called in by phone and they switched your plan. Sometimes people get their plan switched and they didn't even know they were changing plans <laughs> because these people also have so many words that they have to say. They talk fast sometimes or they have a strong accent sometimes and they say so many things. You know, you're zoning out and before you know it, you've just agreed to change your health plan and you don't even realize it. And so um, it is it is a serious, serious problem and um, and it's very deceptive. And so um, I want to tell you about a few things and why they're doing this, because you know what it boils down to? What's that? Dollars. I was just going to say that, but let me do this. Let's jump in here. We'll take a quick information break at the bottom of the hour. Folks, stick around. We've got more with uh, Becky Jennings from the Jennings Insurance Group coming up and some important information you really need to pay attention to, because, again, where you think people are trying to help you, well, that depends on how you define the word help. 8.30 is our time, and you are listening to The Daily Show here on Key Radio. And thanks for tuning in. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, March 14th. Missouri Conservation is encouraging the public to use caution when using MDC boat accesses at Lake of the Ozark. Boat ramps have sustained damage over the course of several months due to low water levels. MDC has also received complaints about impacted ramps on local mid-Missouri rivers, including accesses along the Missouri River. If you see a damaged MDC ramp, call 573-815-7900. 
9900. If you drive on Highway 5, you may hit some traffic this week. MoDOT crews will be making repairs to the pavement on Route 5 in Morgan County. Crews will be closing one lane of Missouri Route 52 in Versailles. The closure starts today and continues through Friday, March 25th. For any questions about the closure, call 1-888-ASK-MoDOT. Missouri Conservation has confirmed that an avian flu has been detected in a pelican in Clay County. The flu can be transmitted from wild birds to domestic ones, so MDC recommends against handling sick or dead birds. Citizens can report sick or dead birds by emailing wildlifehealth at mdc.mo.gov. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from LakeExpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Tow. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. Well, how about this news from the NFL? It was just a month and a half ago that Tom Brady announced that he was retiring. Well, not so fast. Brady says he has unfinished business now and is returning for another year with Tampa. It'll be the 23rd season for Brady. He is, of course, a seven-time Super Bowl champion and a certain future Hall of Famer. St. Louis Blues saw their two-game win streak come to an end last night, losing to the Jets. They've got a little time off now. They don't play again until Thursday when they entertain the Penguins. High school basketball state tournament over the weekend. The smaller schools played their championships last weekend. The bigger schools coming up this weekend. So your champions crowned this last weekend. Class 1, South Iron is a state champ. They beat Stanbury for the title. St. Elizabeth took third place. Class 2 champion is Norwood. They beat Bernie for the title. Class 3 champion is Charleston. They beat Lafayette County in the championship game. For the girls, class Class 1, South Nottoway is the champion. They beat Delta. Class 2, it's Wellington Napoleon. They beat Ellington. And the Class 3 champion, El Dorado Springs, a winner over South Shelby. So Classes 4, 5, and 6 will play their Final Four this week in Springfield. College hoops, Mizzou Tigers finish the year 12-21 and 21 and immediately fire coach Quanzo Martin after five seasons. He took the team to two big dances twice in his five years, losing in the first round both times. As for the MSU Bears, they're headed to the NIT tournament with a 23-10 and 10 record. The men's and women's big dance get underway this week. The big NCAA tournament starts with play-in games on Tuesday and 
and Wednesday, and then 16 games on Thursday and Friday. Baylor beat Gonzaga in the men's championship last year. The women's big dance starts this week as well. South Carolina looking to be the team to beat uh, in the women's big dance this year. Major League Baseball is back after a 99-day lockout. The owners and players union agreeing on a new working agreement. Opening day now April 7th, and yes, they will play a full 162-game schedule. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 on Lake TV. Lake TV bringing you five local Lake Area shows. And don't forget about Uncle Chris at the top of the hour almost every hour. Lake TV can be seen on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part through the generosity of our underwriters, like Victoria Station. Everyone at Victoria Station is excited about the new season. It's a chance to see their friends and show off some new products. Misty Atkinson talks about what they've done to enhance your shopping experience at Victoria Station. We're looking for new products, looking for new categories, new information on new categories, new colors, new design, just something unique, something we've not seen, something we've not had in our product mix. So we bought a lot of things we think will look great with what we've already been doing. We added to our nautical product mix. We added to our nautical artwork and furniture and accessories, uh, but we were looking for something unique and, and different. We're still located at 5465 Osage Beach Parkway, just off the Case Road exit. And the best way to find us online is on Facebook at Victoria Station. We are open daily 930 to 530. There is a battle raging for the hearts and minds of our children. A battle to erase Christian values and constitutional principles. Concerned Women for America of Missouri invites you to their state conference April 9th in Springfield to hear leaders and experts speak on important issues, including critical race theory, transgenderism, and election integrity. For information, visit the CWA of Missouri Facebook events page. If you'd like to become a content provider, simply contact the Lakes Community Radio Station at 89.3, The Key. It is 837, and welcome back to The Daily Show. Uh, Glad to have you with us. Mario Diaz is going to be joining us in hour number two. And uh, Mr. Diaz is going to be the keynote speaker at an event coming up for uh, the Concerned Women for America of Missouri. Uh, they've got a, a great program coming up, uh, this event, Pastor to Pastor Dinner. Uh, leading in victory in today's culture, uh, Mr. Diaz, who uh, is going to be joining us about 9.10, is going to be their guest speaker. He is an ordained pastor and currently serves as the associate pastor for El Monte, the Spanish campus uh, in Stafford, Virginia. He also serves as the Concerned Women for America's General Counsel and leads the CWA Legal Studies Department in Washington, D.C. And uh, we're very fortunate to have him. He's been on uh, a number of uh, uh, of different uh, talk shows, a media commentator on CNN, Fox, uh, a number of others. So we'll uh, be talking with him as we get into the 9 o'clock hour. Becky Jennings is our guest from the uh, Jennings Insurance Group right now with a few clouds and 45 degrees on our way to a high today of 65 and I'm just uh, wondering, you know, gosh, 
we had that, that that big time change that seems to throw everybody for a loop. Oh, I'm still not ready I, for I it. don't get it, though. I mean, does it really bother people? I've never really felt the effects of losing an hour of sleep. I mean, if you go to bed a little earlier, maybe. Right. Well, I still sleep until I wake up, <laughs> oh, so I'm usually go. pretty good about it. But it just throws me off on, you know, on just a what time I'm going to bed, what, what time am I getting up, what time am I getting around. Uh, it just takes me a minute. So I did hit the 9 a.m. church service tomorrow, yesterday. Did so you know? I was pretty happy about that. Well, that's that. good. Yeah, yeah, I made it. That is, uh, that's always a good thing. You know, you can never get too much, uh, too much religion sometimes, people say. Yeah, well, um, the only thing is I had to change my stove clock this morning, I realized. I see. I started to go by the stove clock, and I would have been late. Well, that's, you know, and I guess, again, that's one of the benefits of technology. You know, a lot of your phones and computers and everything, they update on their own. Right. And so then you're looking around the room and you notice, oh, the clock on the wall or, oh, the stove right. clock yeah. or something like that isn't uh, isn't quite the same as uh, the uh, clock on your phone or uh, the little clock down there in the corner of your uh, computer, whatever you use uh, as far as measuring time. We've been talking a little bit about uh, some of these ads that you see on TV right. for Medicaid and Medicare and uh, how they frame these things. Uh, I wonder if Jimmy Walker really knows what he's doing, if he's if he knows he's misleading people. And, and, and Joe Namath the same way. Probably not because uh, uh, I don't know what Joe does anymore or, or J.J. I don't know if he still does stand-up. But, uh, you know, I guess there's money to be made as a spokesperson. Well, I'm going to promise you neither J.J. nor Joe <laughs> – called the 800 number I'm sure, they okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure basically what they did is they went into a studio someplace and sat down and and uh, they were given a script or uh, a teleprompter to read off of and uh, that's exactly what they did because it does I mean it makes it sound so wonderful and so special because you know I could possibly be getting x amount of dollars knocked off my uh, my insurance every month what am I entitled to? These are all things. And, and that's such a wonderful word, word in the, that we live in, uh, that we hear about in this day and age in this society. What am I entitled to? Well, folks, we're really not entitled to anything. Well, I'll tell you, um, that is, you know, I, the, the little lady that says, you know, I'm not getting everything. I have people call me all the time and say, can I get my $170 back <laughs> in my... I don't, I don't and, doubt and let it. let me tell you. Okay, let me tell you what that is. What happens is you call the 800 number, right. and they are helping you apply for Medicaid. And so if you qualify for s certain levels of Medicaid, Medicaid will pay your Part B premium for you, and that puts that back in your check. And so it is a gimmick. It is a ploy to get you to call the number. Right. So if you have no assets and you are a lower-income person and you're paying that $170, then yes, you should call them or you should call me or you should call Social Security or somebody mm -hmm. to get that extra help. But let me tell you, if you are... Um, if you have assets, if you are not falling in that lower income bracket, um, all they're going to do when you call is try to switch your plan. Yeah. Here's the other thing, too. Uh, they, they they talk about people in, in certain zip codes yeah. or certain towns or certain right. counties mm -hmm. that might get things that other people don't get. Yes. What in the world that is that all about? So when you're on a Medicare Advantage plan, Medicare Advantage plans are specific to the county you live in. Right. Okay. So what's available to a person in Benton? County may or may not be what's available to a person in Miller County. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, based on Medicare Advantage. Now, your Medicare benefit isn't varying, it's that Medicare Advantage plan. 
And so that's what they are referring to. And when they talk about your benefits on those commercials, they're listing every benefit available to every person in every county, everywhere in the country. And so it may or may not be specific to here. So when I have a client call me, that's my current client. We did their review during the annual enrollment period, mm -hmm. and they keep hearing these commercials. I had a lady call me one day, and she goes, if I didn't call you, I was going to pick up the phone and call this 800 number. I need an intervention, you know? And um, she goes, I just want to make sure I'm really on the plan I should be on and getting the benefits. And I was able to explain to her, we reviewed all of your income you know, what you're eligible for, if you're eligible for anything, and she wasn't, any of the extra help. And so, um, yes, you are getting all the benefits that you are qualified to get. And so, you know, she felt much better about that. And, I, and those calls I get daily. Um, and so, but they have you convinced. You know, I, I, I think about it like this. Um, there was a commercial for a drug, like Trulicity or something, mm -hmm. a few years ago. And... And I'm like, I'm not even a diabetic, but I feel like I need Trulicity. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it gets like that. And so you start thinking there's got to be something because otherwise, why would they be why would they be telling us all this? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Um, first of all, I want to make sure that I'm telling you that the numbers and statistics that I get give you today are from a few different places. You can go online and get the same information. Right. But KFF.org and it stands for Kaiser Family Foundation, kff.org, has a lot of great statistics, and they are usually right on, so you don't have to wonder if they're uh, misconstruing some of this information. Mm -hmm. AARP has good statistics. Statista, statista, however you say that, dot com, um, and, uh, and a few other places. So um, eHealth has some statistics and things like that as well. So as we're talking, I just want to make sure that I'm saying those are the places I go to get my information. Um, you can find statistics to back up just about anything you want to say, mm -hmm. right? So I try to make sure that I'm going to someplace that I can vet that's going to have good, good stats. So in the state of um, Missouri, and I'm just going to talk about Missouri alone, um, right now, um, we're about to hit about 17.5% of the population as being Medicare eligible. So basically, it's almost one in five people eligible for Medicare. Now think about that for a minute. What other thing could you be offering people that one in five people has to make a decision on when they turn 65 and every year after that? Um, can you think of anything? I, I can't think of anything that other than, you know, making sure you get your taxes done. Yeah. But I can't think of anything that one in five people is forced to make a decision on at a certain time. It's very rare. And not only are they forced to make a decision, but all these different carriers and um, marketing organizations, they all can make money off of all of that. Yeah. And so that's why there's so much, so many ads and that's why there's so much talk about it. Um, you know, one of the things that we, um, I was reading on um, one of the Facebook groups, and they were talking about the workforce. And one of the things that I will make mention of, and we've known this was going to happen for a number of years, and that is a diminishing workforce because people are retiring. And um, we're seeing that, I think, at the lake, um, some of that is happening. You know, I, I will go to the grocery store, and a lot of times... At, most of the people I see there is over 50, mm -hmm. you know, and so um, we do have a diminishing workforce and they've known that this was coming. I think it was in 1960 for every older American, there were six working Americans. Um, 
by 2030, by the end of the baby boomers, it's one in every two and a half. So for every two and a half workers, one person is retired and, and drawing Social Security. Wow. That's so pretty scary. It is. Um, it's scary. Com- you know, two and a half compared to six uh, previously. So um, anyway, so that's just kind of some side information. But um, I just want to remind people that when they call these 800 numbers, they are not calling Medicare. They just, that's probably the number one thing I'd want to drive home. So if you think you're calling Medicare, the number you need to call is 1-800-MEDICARE, not whatever they're advertising on TV. So if you want to get a hold of Medicare, that's the number you call. Well, see, here's the thing. You mentioned it earlier. You're talking about compliance, correct? Yeah. And how it would seem to me that, you know, maybe they're following the rules, but I think they're bending the rules a little bit uh, to, to kind of fall into line with what they're trying to get people to think or how they're trying to get people to react when they hear these numbers. And obviously, you know, uh, you hear something and you think, well, if I'm not getting all my benefits, I better call this number and I better find out just exactly what's going on. And the next thing you know, uh, your whole world is turned upside down. Because I I don't know about most people, but I think as we get older, uh, you know, being in our comfort zone is so, so much more important yeah and so now you've got people thinking that something's wrong there's an issue there's a problem so we have to address it so they call the number and they get all of this uh, information that may be of value to some people but in most cases as you mentioned it's them just trying to change your plan you you know and so now they put the fear of god into you even more Uh (laughs) and so right Here I was watching TV, minding my own business. Everything was fine. I see this commercial. I react to it. I call the number. I've got somebody on the other end of the phone telling me all these things that I need to do. And, hey, you know, there's some good stuff, but, oh, there's some stuff that you need to be aware of. What? Oh, oh, you know, and and so now, you know, just getting out of bed and and, and doing what I do every day is is no longer... uh, uh, acceptable as, uh, since I turned on the TV and called right. this number and now everything's all backwards. Turned upside down. Now I'm getting a bunch of mail and yeah. you don't know why. I'll tell you, um, they've done surveys on people who um, call these numbers and 40% of the people who do business um, on uh, on the phone or online in this manner, 40% are highly dissatisfied with the process. Right. So I have clients who have called the numbers switch their plan, and then they come back and go, oh my gosh, I think I just messed up. And please, if you do that, if you call the 800 number, you can undo it as long as you undo it before your plan, the new plan starts. Right. So if you call on the 10th and on the 15th, you're like, man, I don't think I want to do that. You actually can undo that disenroll from the plan. It's called a rapid disenrollment and, um, and you can get out of it. So just because you did it, you may have time to undo it. Um, so that's kind of an important thing to know as well. Now, I would suggest, though, if you're going to do something like that and you're concerned, whoever you have your health insurance through now, call them. Right. Or and call s- me. Yeah, or call, or call <laughs> Becky. But I'm just saying, you know, if you're concerned at all, right. call your health care provider and, and talk to them about it. And, you know, maybe they just won't uh, – uh, they'll tell you, hey, you know – this is all kind of bogus, and, and uh, they're, we're, and what we're talking about right here, right now, 
is uh, basically what uh, they may tell you as well. So don't be taken in by everything you see on TV, certainly the interweb and things like that. It's interesting with these ad though, these ads though, because uh, they're running them well past the enrollment time, and, and right. I guess that's something we need to address that, as that's well. The, Why that's do you the do that? open. <clears throat> that's what what I was referring to earlier as the open enrollment. So we have the annual enrollment, which is October fifteenth through December seventh, and then they have the open enrollment, which you can switch from one Medicare Advantage plan to another mm-hmm. from January first to March thirty first. Then after that. Year-round, all year long, if you qualify for extra help paying for your prescriptions or you qualify for Medicaid, there are special enrollment periods where you can switch plans even then as well throughout the year. So just because the annual enrollment period is over doesn't mean that enrollments have slowed down for everyone. Um, So that's kind of an important thing to know. Um, Another thing that they talk about is um, it says... um, CMS has officially authorized new benefits that Medicare Advantage plans may include. Okay, let me explain this to you. Medicare Advantage plans, um, they introduce new and changing benefits literally every year. Mm. And, And Advantage plans, by the way, have been around for decades. So they're not a new product. Okay, I want to make sure that I say that too. But Basically, um, these are insurance companies. Medicare Advantage plans are offered by insurance companies. Um, They're also called Part C of Medicare. And what happens is they basically contract with Medicare, and Medicare pays them every month. And for that, that health insurance company designs a plan for people in a particular area, like Camden County or Miller County, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't mean you have to get your care there. It just means that anybody who's a resident there that's on Medicare is eligible for this plan. And so um, what happens is these insurance companies then design plans and they compete with each other. Um, and that's how, um, and so each year they, they introduce new plans. Every year you'll get an annual notice of change in September and you look at your annual notice of change and you see mm-hmm. if that's something that you want to make a, a change for the following year. So when they say that there's new benefits, well, there are new benefits introduced literally every year. So it just makes it sound so urgent and new. So these plans have rules. You know, they have things like networks. So if you're going to go on a Medicare Advantage plan, you need to make sure that to get the most for your money, you're staying in network. Um, They also have formularies, which is a list of prescriptions covered under the plan. So if your doctor is talking about giving you a new prescription, one of the things you want to do is make sure that that prescription is covered on the plan you're on. Mm -hmm. So there's some rules about these plans that you have to know about. But... um, And and I want to say this, too. Just because the marketing is a little sketchy a lot of times these days um, doesn't mean Medicare Advantage is bad. Okay, I want to say that, too. I have a lot of clients who choose to go with Medicare Advantage plans, and um, I I personally uh, write a lot of that type of business. But please know what you're getting into and the ins and outs, pros and cons, whichever way you choose to get your health care coverage. I would think, though, um, you know, with these commercials that are running on TV, it would give people maybe a bad taste in their mouths uh, about this overall. And you want to dispel some of that because, I mean, it's, you know, tough enough doing business, uh, whatever business you're in, and you don't need something like this out there that's, uh, you know, really uh, running people uh, running people ragged or, or, you know, like I said earlier, they, they get to a point where, uh, they think, well, maybe I don't have enough. Maybe right. I need to call this number. And you call the number and you get involved with it. And 
like it, it turns your whole world uh, upside down. So uh, hopefully it doesn't you know, give people the wrong impression and people still want to do what they need to do. That's why people like you are out here. Right. Well, the other thing, too, is people start changing plans mm -hmm. and then they forget to tell their their provider or their pharmacist. Right. Not typically pharmacists don't usually have this issue nearly as much as um, like a doctor's office, for example. Mm -hmm. And so they have the old information. <clears throat> they bill the old information. The claim gets rejected. Now you've got a billing and claims nightmare. And a lot of times the person isn't even sure what plan they've got. Great. So yeah. then you have to, you know, contact Social Security or Medicare, find out what plan. So it's just this whole thing that happens. So, um, you know, and, and I talk about this because... Um, there's nothing that worries a person over 65 more than whether or not they can get their health coverage yeah. taken care of. You know, I mean, the number one thing a lot of times when they um, when they do polls is, um, you know, what's your biggest concern? Um, and a lot of times it's I want good health coverage and I, I want to be able to access my providers. And so um, taking all of that into account, those are things, you know, it, at our agency, we um, we offer every carrier eligible, able to um, have business mm -hmm. in in the area. Right. We offer all these different companies on Medicare Advantage plans. And and there are some companies that people just insist that they really want. But the thing about having a local agent, I'm going to plug local agents right now because here's the thing. Um, no matter which carrier you go with, we're, we are getting paid the same. So if we're talking to you about one carrier or another, mm -hmm. um, a lot of times it's because we understand the pros and cons of maybe some of the other carriers in our area that may not be um, as, as um, beneficial I'm being very, I'm trying to choose my words very carefully here because, um, you know, it depends on where you live. You know, a particular carrier may be very strong in the Kansas City area and very weak in the Springfield area. And so um, a person on the phone isn't going to know that. Right. You know, so um, so that's those are things that, you know, you have to keep in mind. So they may go be looking at a spreadsheet comparing benefit to benefit. But what they can't tell you is how's the local customer service? Local, local, local. Nothing Absolutely. wrong with it at all. We, we promote it uh, quite a bit here for a variety of different uh, reasons and a variety of different businesses, and I guess it makes sense in this industry as well. Just real quick, we've got a couple of minutes left. Uh, Becky Jennings, our guest from the Jennings Insurance Group, always great to have her here to uh, talk about uh, exactly what we're focusing on here this morning. Uh, you know, we're not really hearing a whole lot in the news about health insurance uh, these days. Anything new that people should know about uh, what's what's kind of going on there, if, if there's really a whole lot going on. You know, it's pretty quiet, um, other than I'll tell you this Medicare um, and the marketing and stuff like that is a pretty hot topic in my industry um, because it is wreaking havoc on the local agent. Right. And um, so that's probably the number one thing that's being talked about. But also a couple of other things, um, transparency. Transparency and pricing continues to be a hot topic. Um, so preventing surprise billing, um, hiding costs from consumers. Actually, um, uh, health care systems were supposed to begin 
um, I think it was about a year or two ago, they were supposed to begin posting their prices so that anybody could find their prices on the web. Um, they haven't really enforced that, so we'll be watching for that. Um, and and I think that that's going to be something that we're gonna we're gonna hear more and more of, which we have been. It's quiet because they're talking about you know Ukraine and some of the other things. The other thing is um, women's benefits um, have increased for 2023, and uh, we'll be seeing weight counseling if a woman has over certain BMI and are between the ages of 40 and 60. Um, we're going to see increased benefits for breastfeeding women in the form of insurance covering certain breast pumps. And that's really about it on the, on the health care coverage side of things other than what we've already had going on. BMI, body mass index, is, is what she's BMI. talking about mm-hmm. there. And, you know, I, I, I remember when there was an issue as far as they were talking about uh, uh, age and uh, women getting screened for breast cancer. Yeah. And that was really kind of interesting because it seemed like that age... Uh, that that number went up. It did, and I think it went up, if I remember right, uh, because of the concern for the number of times that you have the mammogram and the exposure to the x-ray. Well, I will uh, tell you, folks, it's always great to have Becky here to help make sense of things and uh, go to the Facebook page or check out the the new digs that they've got uh, over there across from uh, Jimmy John's and McDonald's in Osage Beach. Easy to find. You can't miss that building. Yeah, we'll be having an open house soon, but then we're going to have a grand opening in September. Okay. Okay, very nice. And as uh, the details become available, I know uh, sometimes Becky reaches out to me or I reach out to Becky either way. But again, uh, we want to remind folks that she is a part of Key Radio. She's uh, on the air with us on uh, Tuesdays, again, 11, 7, and 3, and uh, that is uh, 11 a.m., 7 p.m., and 3 a.m., and then again on uh, Fridays at uh, the same times, 11 a.m., 7 p.m., and 3 a.m., and we uh, thank Becky for taking some time, as always, to come in and help us make sense of things. Man, it's uh, it's not as easy as thank it you. used to be. <laughs> it is not, no. We're going to take the break now, our information break here at the top of the hour with uh, local news from Stacy Johnson from LakeExpo.com, Chris Schneider, as a check of sports with, uh, of course, the good folks over there at Lake TV. We had fun over the weekend with our Lake TV friends and uh, saw a lot of the folks that uh, you see and hear right here on Key Radio. Mario Diaz, Pastor Mario Diaz, joins us at 910 here on The Daily Show. Coming up, thanks for joining us. Business, government, religion, family issues, and more. Find it all right here on 89.3. K-E-Y-K, Osage Beach, Missouri. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, March 14th. Missouri Conservation is encouraging the public to use caution when using MDC boat accesses at Lake of the Ozark. Boat ramps have sustained damage over the course of several months due to low water levels. MDC has also received complaints about impacted ramps on local mid-Missouri rivers, including accesses along the Missouri River. If you see a damaged MDC ramp, call 573-815-7900. If you drive on Highway 5, you may hit some traffic this week. Moda crews will be making repairs to the pavement on Route 5 in Morgan County. Crews will be closing one lane to Missouri Route 52 in Versailles. The closure starts today and continues through Friday, March 25th. For any questions about the closure, call 1-888-ASK-MODOT. 
Missouri Conservation has confirmed that an avian flu has been detected in a pelican in Clay County. The flu can be transmitted from wild birds to domestic ones, so MDC recommends against handling sick or dead birds. Citizens can report sick or dead birds by emailing wildlifehealth at mdc.mo.gov. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. There is a battle raging for the hearts and minds of our children, a battle to erase Christian values and constitutional principles. Concerned Women for America of Missouri invites you to their state conference April 9th in Springfield to hear leaders and experts speak on important issues, including critical race theory, transgenderism, and election integrity. For information, visit the CWA of Missouri Facebook events page. Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. Well, how about this news from the NFL? It was just a month and a half ago that Tom Brady announced that he was retiring. Well, not so fast. Brady says he has unfinished business now and is returning for another year with Tampa. It'll be the 23rd season for Brady. He is, of course, a seven-time Super Bowl champion and a certain future Hall of Famer. St. Louis Blues saw their two-game win streak come to an end last night, losing to the Jets. They've got a little time off now. They don't play again until Thursday when they entertain the Penguins. High school basketball state tournament over the weekend. The smaller schools played their championships last weekend. The bigger schools coming up this weekend. So your champions crowned this last weekend. Class 1, South Iron is a state champ. They beat Stanbury for the title. St. Elizabeth took third place. Class 2 champion is Norwood. They beat Bernie for the title. Class 3 champion is Charleston. They beat Lafayette County in the championship game. For the girls, Class Class 1, South Nottoway is the champion. They beat Delta. Class 2, it's Wellington Napoleon. They beat Ellington. And the Class 3 champion, El Dorado Springs, a winner over South Shelby. So Classes 4, 5, and 6 will play their Final Four this week in Springfield. College hoops, Mizzou Tigers finished the year 12-21 and 21 and immediately fire coach Quanzo Martin after five seasons. He took the team to two big dances twice in his five years, losing in the first round both times. As for the MSU Bears, they're headed to the NIT tournament with a 23-10 and 10 record. The men's and women's big dance get underway this week. The big NCAA tournament starts with play-in games on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then 16 games on Thursday and Friday. Baylor beat Gonzaga in the men's championship last year. The women's big dance starts this week as well. South Carolina looking to be the team to beat uh, in the women's big dance this year. Major League Baseball is back after a 99-day lockout. The owners and players union agreeing on a new working agreement. Opening day now April 7th, and yes, they will play a full 100 
162-game schedule. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 on Lake TV. Lake TV bringing you five local lake area shows. And don't forget about Uncle Chris at the top of the hour almost every hour. Lake TV can be seen on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. Portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV. Lake TV is your hometown local TV station featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozarks shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key and Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key and Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and fobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key and Lock serving the entire lake area. Part of the solution. Join the lake's only community radio station, 89.3, The Key. It is 9.08. Thank you so much for taking some time to join us on uh, this wonderful, wonderful day. Great day to be alive and live at the Lake of the Ozarks. It's uh, our little piece of paradise uh, right here in God's green earth, and uh, we are certainly glad to have uh, the chance to enjoy it, especially with all of the nice weather that we've got coming up. And Lord knows that we definitely need it. A few clouds, we've got 45 degrees, 65 is the expected afternoon high. Yes, indeed, 65 and a few clouds, but nothing too serious. A slight chance of maybe some rain uh, later on tonight, uh, a low of 45 degrees, then back up to 65 and partly cloudy tomorrow, a low of 42, 73 and sunshine on Wednesday. Uh, Let's see here, 72 with a partly cloudy sky on Thursday, 55 and some morning showers possible on Friday. And then we get into the weekend, 62 
on Saturday, 70 degrees on Sunday, and uh, then it looks good. Let's see here as we continue on into a good portion of the month of March. We'll we'll see uh, temps anywhere from uh, upper 50s to mid to upper 60s. So uh, hopefully that is uh, something that we can all get excited about and uh, rally around and uh, have some fun here at the beautiful Lake of the Ozarks. I know it certainly makes it easier for folks to want to get out and do things like go, I don't know, just exercise. How about that? I think that's uh, something that I'm going to focus on here now that we're starting to get the warmer weather is getting out and uh, just taking some uh, opportunities to uh, walk, maybe go out to Hahatanka or one of the other great state parks we have, and, and our local parks as well. I mean, they've got that beautiful, uh, what do they call that, the disc course, disc golf course in Camdenton at their city park, and a, a great uh, facility out there. Uh, for families to go out, if you want to do a little, uh, maybe a little grilling or something while you're out there, or just go uh, walk around, take the dog for a walk, whatever you want to do. Again, 45 degrees and a uh, partly cloudy sky. Uh, maybe you noticed things were a little different this morning when you got up because it was uh, probably a little darker. And I just happen to be one of those people I enjoy when it stays light longer because then I don't have to grill outside and wear my, uh, I've got one of those uh, headlamp things that you can put on. And, I, and I've used it several times when it's been a little darker. Uh, 654.6 current lake level out there at Bagnell Dan River level at 553.61. It is 910. And uh, we have a gentleman on the phone with us who is going to be uh, speaking here uh, locally and uh, doing so uh, relatively soon. As a matter of fact, his name is uh, Mario Diaz. He is uh, a pastor, and we'll be uh, talking at the Pastor to Pastor Dinner, leading in victory in today's culture. And uh, it's going to be on, uh, let's see here, Friday, April the 8th at Uncle Buck's Auditorium in Springfield, Missouri, which isn't obviously far from where we are. But uh, they, again, invite you to uh, RSVP uh, by uh, April the 1st. You can find out more by going to their uh, website. Um, I believe it's uh, cwfa.org. And... uh, you can talk to Bev Allen, or and actually, we're going to be talking with Bev here a little bit uh, uh, later on in the week on Friday. We've got her in her regular slot at eight ten to uh, talk about what they've been doing in Jefferson City. We do focus on the legislative aspects of uh, the group Concerned Women for America of Missouri, but uh, the event coming up, and uh, he is on the phone with us right now, and we appreciate him taking uh, the time to uh, join us, Mr. Mario Diaz. Good morning, sir. How in the world are you? It is great to be with you, Kevin, and uh, you, you almost made me want to jump in the plane and be over there in that great weather you're having. It's about 30 degrees here in D.C. still, so <laughs> looking forward to being with you. Well, you will be here in the month of April, but you're welcome anytime. We've got an extra bedroom in the house. I, I know you're married and you've got four kids, <laughs> but uh, but you're always welcome if you, if you want to come out to the lake and spend some quality time just kicking back and relaxing. Let's talk a little bit about your background, sir, and uh, and what you do for uh, Concerned Women for America of Missouri. Yeah, I uh, work in the national office at Concerned Women for America, as I mentioned, in Washington, D.C., and uh, we uh, have uh, seven core issues, you know, all pro-family type things, um, pro-life, uh, you defend the family, education, so I do a lot of work in those areas, religious liberty, 
uh, and uh, as a constitutional attorney, I just focus on uh, the principles that, that guard the freedoms that we have here in this country, and um, we try to shine a light on the, the foundations and what we need in order to continue to enjoy those freedoms for generations to come. So it's a little bit different, uh, uh, and I always say, you know, I, uh, I'm an attorney with a pastor's heart. Uh, it seems like an oxymoron, but it's not. It can actually work. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, we need all the help we can get in this day and age uh, for a lot of different reasons because it it, it seems to some degree that this uh, country is kind of coming apart at the seams right now, especially with the lack of morality that uh, uh, that we seem to be uh, teaching in our schools these days, or, or maybe not teaching. I guess uh, uh, there there are so many different things that are being uh, being thrown at our kids, and and I wonder how closely parents are watching. I know. That here locally, we're fortunate. We've got a good uh, uh, a good school board uh, with uh, the Camdenton School District, and they watch closely what's going on with our uh, our children. But I think that's just part of it. I think parents should obviously be taking a very active role in their child's education. And yeah. and what's interesting, right right where you are, uh, the Department of Education, the, uh, the the person who heads up that department says, you know, now. Parents shouldn't be as involved with their child's education as they once were, and, and oh, yeah. uh, we had the uh, the governor's race in Virginia, where the uh, candidate, uh, the Democrat candidate, uh, had even said, "Now parents don't need to be so involved with their child's mm-hmm. education." Well, yeah. why is that? I mean, why would you come out and even say something like yeah. that in the first place? And 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 I think to me that would be a a big red flag. And as a parent, I would want to be more involved mm-hmm. with my child's education. So what do you do from the educational aspect of things? Because we know as adults uh, that, you know, we have certain mm-hmm. obligations. But, uh, you know, being in a position you're in, working with Concerned Women of Amer- uh, for America, rather, uh, and, and, and kind of monitoring that whole situation surrounding education and what our children are being taught in school. Yeah, it, it is very real. What you're describing is uh, sort of, philosophy from the liberal elites that they really do think they are the experts in education and so parents don't need to be uh, meddling in what the experts uh, you know deem necessary for your children and so that is exactly that's how you, you, we are amazed that they would say it out loud like that but that is, is exactly what they believe that the parents are really interfering in what they know is what uh, our children need uh, uh, luckily, as you said, there's still uh, a remnant of, of parents that, that see that as a red flag, and they have stood up, and they stood up here in Virginia, near where we are, um, because of that. Because, um, you know, it, it, it's telling when, even when we try to pass legislation, for example, uh, to bring accountability and just have parents give them access to what they're teaching, they protest of, of, on that also. So they're not even... Uh, they don't even have a say yet, but they don't even want them to see it. So you can see that um, there's a, there's a there's a plan. There's something they want to do, which mm-hmm. is really separate uh, what they think is an old, uh, an antiquated way of thinking in terms of social issues, most of, uh, important for them, from their children. They want to teach their, teach their their children another faith, another truth. And that is where those two aspects 
mesh, right? That is where they meddle because when you're talking about truth, from our perspective, you're talking about something that is really a person, right? Jesus came and says, I am the way and the truth and the life. Um, but they uh, are redefining that, right? And they are telling children, no, you get to decide what your truth is. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, that is, that is concerning in terms of liberty because, of course, it is truth that makes us free. So you can see there is no freedom, there is no liberty without truth. Um, and so that is the intersection that we're trying to, to bind, and, and that is what is so important for, for us to speak to pastors. I hope we have a, a great turnout there, because it is, you know, them who, who God has entrusted uh, for them to be the, the light, to be the guardians of this truth, and to stand up and speak, and it has consequences for all of life. Um, and, uh, and we're seeing it everywhere, you know, this... This weekend, my daughter wanted to see this new uh, Disney movie that had this little red bear. Right. Uh, and is it the, cute, the cutest thing? Uh, well, I, I tell you what, I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody or anything, but um, it is really pushing this ideology to our children. The first line, in the, the, first, the very first line was about honoring parents, and the movie says, well, you know, that has its limits because at some point you got to honor yourself. Okay? Right. So this splitting, this separating of your parents, your, your, the people that love you and want to instill in you truth, and, and what the truth that you discover by yourself, uh, they're pushing that very hard, and all that is part of it. You know, I, I find it interesting now when you go to school, um, the school is trying to help, or, or, or educationally, we're trying to help kids decide, and we aren't, but, but schools are, uh, you know, maybe they have an issue with their gender. And uh, if, if they do have an issue with their gender, you know, there are ways that we can go about finding out more about whether or not you're comfortable being a boy, if you're comfortable being a girl, uh, yeah. you know we can we can put you yeah. in touch with people who uh, uh, might be able to change your way of thinking or uh, or, or or at least uh, guide you along a path that uh, I don't know maybe most parents don't want their children uh, even having to deal with at this particular point. So w we're seeing this more and more through the liberal agenda of wanting to indoctrinate as opposed to educate, and that always seems like uh, a lot of trouble. I mean, I, I would want my child to go to school to learn how to read, how to write, how to uh, do mm -hmm. math and science, mm -hmm. but I don't think the school needs to be getting yeah. involved on the social level. Yeah, it is, it is concerning, uh, and again, it is uh, part, you know, in the issue we talk about, one of the issues we are dealing with in the courts is schools wanting to offer uh, a pathway for children, even young children, to, to transition without their parents' knowledge. Right. Uh, this, this, mean, this means, you know, health decisions being made for them. Uh, you know, medical treatment being uh, administered without the parents' consent. Uh, so you can see how troubling uh, this can get, uh, 
and, and, and we are doing everything we can to stop it. But it is important, as you said, that the parents raising their voices is what can make a difference, and that's why we are we're coming over there and, and, and speaking and trying to, to put the, the proper perspective on the issue. You know, it, it is twofold. They, they not only are pushing their agenda, but they are trying to take anything that will... Um, you know, standing the way out of two. You know, we have a, a, a case now at the Supreme Court, uh, 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 the Coach Kennedy case. You probably heard about it. Yes. He is a coach, a, gr- a great role model, right, that that at the end of the game will actually have, have, have the audacity, right, to kneel down by himself and pray. And what happens when you are a good role model and when you shine a light and when you're good is that, that's contagious, you know. That kids want to do good. They want to be good. They they, they they have it inside of them, and and that was unacceptable. I mean, they are all the way to the Supreme Court fighting him to stop him from being a light uh, as a football coach, which you would think you men that's what our boys need. Mm-hmm. They need good role models. No, they want to. They want to remove them. And uh, and they instead want to implement all these. Uh, you know, my heart goes out to them. You know, I see the the, uh, the videos online. You know, of these teachers that are basically children too. They're confused. They don't know who they are. They they are really troubled uh, individuals. And this is who is teaching our children. Um, and that is why, again, we need those parents involved. You know, even where you have good laws, you still need to be, you know, out of there in Missouri, you still need to be involved in getting to know your teachers, you know, the, the people teaching your children. It is important because uh, it is in the implementation of those laws that uh, where the rubber meets the road, as, as they say. You know, I, uh, I I think one other obstacle that's been put in the way, and uh, I know you're very well aware of this, is uh, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General for the Department of Justice, yeah. and what he has uh, done back on October 4th, put out a memo and said, well, now, we don't yeah. mind if you attend a school board meeting, but if you're going to get mm-hmm. out of control, if you're going to get out of hand, we might have to call the FBI in. Why in the world would you want to involve the FBI yeah. in a school board meeting? Yeah. I think local law enforcement is as able as anyone to to handle somebody who's out, out of control or maybe a little concerned, a little boisterous. But now you're trying to, <clears throat> excuse me, shut the uh, parents down at a school board meeting and 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 and, and to label them. Yeah as a domestic terrorist in order to do what well to yeah. quiet them down to uh, uh, to to tell them mm-hmm. hey listen you can come in and you can be a part of the meeting but you are not allowed to uh, uh, get out of control if there is something that you don't like uh, or, or or you don't agree with why why all uh, why all in the yeah. world would you you know need to get so loud and so boisterous so they're finding more ways and if you trace uh, yeah. garland's uh, daughter uh, back to who she's married to, mm-hmm. I guess now that all makes a lot of sense as well. But I, I, they're trying to cut yeah. cut you off at at, at, at every 
uh, or at the pass, I guess, is the best way to put that. So not only are they trying to indoctrinate children at an early age and, and throughout the educational process, but now they're coming after parents saying, you are not allowed to get uh, all worked up at a school board meeting. You need to uh, sit there and uh, listen to what uh, they're talking about, and if there's a, a, an opportunity yeah. to comment, well, hey, great, you can do that, but just uh, you know, understand and realize if, if things get out of control, you could be in a lot of hot water. Yeah, yeah, it is an effort to, to silence uh, parents that are concerned and, and involved, right? Again, you know, that is what we want of parents. We want parents to be involved, to come to school board meetings, and then when they come, you want to you wanna discourage them in this way, yeah. uh, you know, to try to suppress any type of uprising. It all relates, again, back to this theme that we're thinking about of, of truth and language, okay? Uh, our, our Lord came and said, you know, in the beginning was the Word. He was called the Word. If you think about the beginning of, of, of Genesis, right, and, and how the, the issue with the serpent and, and, and Eve was about did God really say? So this idea of, of defining terms is incredibly powerful. I hope all your listeners just sort of uh, learn to care about language. That's what Mary Garland was doing, right, with this sort of uh, letter that maybe a lot of people might just overlook. Okay, he used the wrong language, but he's trying to define, to, to bring up a term that will give him power beyond what he normally could do right right this 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 defining people like that and we are seeing it in all kinds of ways that's why i want to present it to your listeners in that way right because you've seen you've seen it with the pandemic for example right a pandemic the the, the language of urgency all of a sudden gives the president certain powers that he would not have otherwise this is what happened in the last election right that is why all these laws were sort of messed around, because this language that is used now in, invokes in us certain powers and, and on the people in charge that allows them to conduct themselves. Beyond. So we need to fight uh, those fights that uh, at first seem like they don't matter. They are incredibly powerful, right? Because, yes, indeed, there is a truth. There is a reality. A boy is a boy. A girl is a girl. There are differences between them. It is unjust and unfair for a male to be competing in with the women in their sports, right? And we need to just sort of stand up and proclaim those very basic truths. But in our day and age, and in this uh, effort, the concerted effort from the other side to obfuscate and everything being sort of relative, um, is sort of what what the the, the, the timing demand, right? Um, so, so it all relates back to this idea of truth and what it is, right? Parents uh, voicing their concerns, no matter how forceful. You remember, that his delineation of, of parents as domestic terrorists started in Virginia, as you said, with this parent, with this father, who was standing up for his daughter who had been sexually assaulted in school right and he and he got a bit animated because they were not doing anything about it and they arrested him i mean just think about the injustice of you being a parent 
and your daughter being assaulted and you stand up with with all the force you can to fight for her and all of a sudden you are the one that uh, needs to calm down you're the one who um, uh, we, we need to stand up for a parent like that no matter how uh, ridiculed uh, he might be uh, right we I, th I think that is one of the, especially for the Christian right the Christian um, needs to learn to to not be in love with this sort of um, good view from the from the world right the, the world the, 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 the scripture tells us that's James 4 right it tells us that it is our passion our pride if you will that that gets in the way that we try to be friends with the world but it says if you try to do that, you will end up as an enemy of God, right? Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Um, so we don't need to be wishing that. We need to be um, on, on the side of standing for what we know to be true uh, and good and just um, in, in all matters. You know, um, so if, we, if we do that, then we are establishing a good foundation for liberty and, and freedom to flourish. 9.30 is our time. Uh, Mr. Diaz, can you stick around a little bit? Uh, we're at the bottom of the hour. Um, I need to take an information break. It'll take about uh, six minutes or so. I want to come back and talk some more, again, about the event on uh, April the uh, 8th in Springfield. I want to talk about the uh, Dobbs versus Jackson uh, uh, case, the uh, Supreme Court case, and we can talk more about, uh, you mentioned what's going on in the Supreme Court, uh, but we'd uh, certainly like it if you could hang around with us for uh, just a little bit. I'll come right back to you, and we'll talk some more. Sure. Very good, good sir. Thank you. Speaking with uh, uh, Mario Diaz, again, he is going to be coming into town on, well, actually, he'll be in Springfield on uh, um, Friday, April the 8th at uh, Uncle Buck's Auditorium on Campbell in Springfield for the Pastor to Pastor Dinner. And uh, when we return out of our information break, we will talk more with him very interesting conversation, and uh, thanks to the folks with the Concerned Women for America of Missouri. Thank you to Janet Dabbs for setting up this interview. Thanks to Bev Allen, who will be talking with on uh, Friday of this week at about 8.10. 9.31, let's take a break, come back with some more uh, of our conversation with Mr. Diaz. Right now, we've got Stacy Johnson with LakeExpo.com, your trusted news source. Chris Schneider with Lake TV and a check of sports on The Daily Show here on Key Radio. Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, March 14th. Missouri Conservation is encouraging the public to use caution when using MDC boat accesses at Lake of the Ozark. Boat ramps have sustained damage over the course of several months due to low water levels. MDC has also received complaints about impacted ramps on local mid-Missouri rivers, including accesses along the Missouri River. If you see a damaged MDC ramp, call 573-815-7900. If you drive on Highway 5, you may hit some traffic this week. Moda crews will be making repairs to the pavement on Route 5 in Morgan County. Crews will be closing one lane of Missouri Route 52 in Versailles. The closure starts today and continues through Friday, March 25th. For any questions about the closure, call 1-888-ASK-MODOT. 
Missouri Conservation has confirmed that an avian flu has been detected in a pelican in Clay County. The flu can be transmitted from wild birds to domestic ones, so MDC recommends against handling sick or dead birds. Citizens can report sick or dead birds by emailing wildlifehealth at mdc.mo.gov. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from LakeExpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. Well, how about this news from the NFL? It was just a month and a half ago that Tom Brady announced that he was retiring. Well, not so fast. Brady says he has unfinished business now and is returning for another year with Tampa. It'll be the 23rd season for Brady. He is, of course, a seven-time Super Bowl champion and a certain future Hall of Famer. St. Louis Blues saw their two-game win streak come to an end last night, losing to the Jets. They've got a little time off now. They don't play again until Thursday when they entertain the Penguins. High school basketball state tournament over the weekend. The smaller schools played their championships last weekend. The bigger schools coming up this weekend. So your champions crowned this last weekend. Class 1, South Iron is a state champ. They beat Stanbury for the title. St. Elizabeth took third place. Class 2 champion is Norwood. They beat Bernie for the title. Class 3 champion is Charleston. They beat Lafayette County in the championship game. For the girls, Class one South Nottoway is the champion. They beat Delta. Class two, it's Wellington Napoleon. They beat Ellington. And the class three champion, El Dorado Springs, a winner over South Shelby. So classes four, five, and six will play their final four this week in Springfield. College hoops, Mizzou Tigers finished the year 12-21 and 21 and immediately fire coach Quanzo Martin after five seasons. He took the team to two big dances twice in his five years, losing in the first round both times. As for the MSU Bears, they're headed to the NIT tournament with a 23-10 and 10 record. The men's and women's big dance get underway this week. The big NCAA tournament starts with play-in games on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then 16 games on Thursday and Friday. Baylor beat Gonzaga in the men's championship last year. The women's big dance starts this week as well. South Carolina looking to be the team to beat uh, in the women's big dance this year. Major League Baseball is back after a 99-day lockout. The owners and players union agreeing on a new working agreement. Opening day now April 7th, and yes, they will play a full 100 
162-game schedule. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 on Lake TV. Lake TV bringing you five local lake area shows. And don't forget about Uncle Chris at the top of the hour almost every hour. Lake TV can be seen on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part through the generosity of our underwriters, like Victoria Station. Everyone at Victoria Station is excited about the new season. It's a chance to see their friends and show off some new products. Misty Atkinson talks about what they've done to enhance your shopping experience at Victoria Station. We're looking for new products, looking for new categories, new information on new categories, new colors, new design, just something unique, something we've not seen, something we've not had in our product mix. So we bought a lot of things we think will look great with what we've already been doing. We added to our nautical product mix. We added to our nautical artwork and furniture and accessories, Uh, but we were looking for something unique and, and different. We're still located at 5465 Osage Beach Parkway, just off the Case Road exit. And the best way to find us online is on Facebook at Victoria Station. We are open daily 930 to 530. There is a battle raging for the hearts and minds of our children, a battle to erase Christian values and constitutional principles. Concerned Women for America of Missouri invites you to their state conference April 9th in Springfield to hear leaders and experts speak on important issues, including critical race theory, transgenderism, and election integrity. For information, visit the CWA of Missouri Facebook events page. If you'd like to become a content provider, simply contact the Lakes Community Radio Station at 89.3, The Key. Welcome back now, 938, uh, here in the beautiful, beautiful Lake of the Ozarks area. 49 degrees, 65, the expected high today, 65. Tomorrow, low 70s on Wednesday and into Thursday. So any time, as far as I'm concerned, is a good time to grill, but this week is going to be spectacular, and I've already got uh, things picked out to throw on the bobby. <laughs> and uh, we, uh, we would imagine that a lot of folks are going to be doing the same thing. Here we are, and uh, I was just wondering again for, you know, we had the time change over the weekend. How many of you people out there are kind of a, a little sluggish today? I had somebody look at me and say, oh, gosh, you look tired today. Was it because of the time change? No, it was because I was up late last night figuring, trying to figure some stuff out. And I think for the most part I got it taken care of. So hopefully tonight I'll get that nice deep REM sleep, that REM rapid eye movement uh, sleep. 9.39 is our time. Uh, of course, uh, we're... Uh, good friends with the organization Concerned Women for America of Missouri. And uh, we uh, we interview a lot of the uh, movers and shakers with this uh, organization. And we have one of those folks on with us today, and that is Mr. Mario Diaz, calling us all the way from the uh, nation's capital. And he is going to be in town on uh, Friday, April the 8th at Uncle Buck's Auditorium. Uh, the event uh, starts at 6.30 for the Pastor to Pastor Dinner leading in victory in today's culture. And we want to bring him back in to talk more about uh, exactly what uh, is going to be happening there, some of the topics he will uh, touch on. 
Uh, but also, we wanted to uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, recent U.S. Supreme Court case. Uh, Dobbs versus Jackson, and uh, uh, what to expect regarding the court's decision on this uh, particular case. And uh, Mr. Diaz, if you could take some uh, some time to kind of walk us through this, and and for people who may not know exactly what it is we're talking about, bring us up to speed, and then we'll kind of go yeah. from there. Yeah, one of the you know great injustices uh, of in the history of our nation has been the the promotion of abortion on demand, and it was done all through and, and with the Supreme Court uh, approval. And uh, uh, as you all know, there is nothing in the Constitution that addresses the, the issue of abortion. Um, and the Constitution uh, clearly says that those things that are not uh, addressed uh, in the Constitution, they are preserved to the people and to the state. And so it should be a very simple issue for the Supreme Court to address when it was uh, here in the case back then in 1973. But, of course, uh, as many of you know, they did the wrong thing. They invented, uh, they read into the Constitution uh, a right to abortion that was not there. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, you know, we have uh, we've been, we've had abortion on demand uh, in our nation and to the tune of you know, 60-plus million lives lost um, to this great injustice. So we've been fighting it since then, and right now this case, uh, the Jackson Women's Health Organization, is challenging uh, all the foundations on, on which they base that decision uh, with a law from Missouri um, uh, that, um, you know, uh, what, it, what it really goes after is this whole idea of pre-viability or post-viability that was sort of an arbitrary line that uh, the Supreme Court, uh, again, invented as a way to, to delineate uh, when uh, abortion could be done um, for any reason and when it could be done only in cases of, uh, of life-threatening issues. Um, and so I think because of that, the court is forced to go back all the way to, to Roe uh, and sort of challenge that again. The good thing is, or the good news is that I think we have some justices in the Supreme Court now that are um, sort of uh, uh, honest enough to admit that uh, the Constitution is silent on this um, and that they shouldn't be taking sides on this uh, most contentious issue. And so... I think we have hope that this would be the, the case that finally brings down this house of cards, and it allows then the states and the, and the people, the, the, the American people, to actually have the conversation that we should have been having, that we were having in 1973, right. about the beginning of life and, 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 and the value of the human life and the value of women who are going through uh, tough decisions. So uh, we're hopeful that in in June, we'll get a, a decision in that case, and it, it of course, will actually open up uh, the, 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 the door, if you will, for us to actually get to work in protecting life. It's so very important. It's so very precious, and it, it seems like sometimes we take life for granted, and we don't understand the real... Yeah. The real importance of, of, of what life means. Um, and, and, yeah. I... I, I 
it, it's almost hard to describe. It's, it's something that, you know, I remember when my son was born, and I remember how I felt holding him in my arms for the very first time and, and how I've watched him grow up and be, go from a baby to a child to a teenager to a young man where he is today at 26 years of age. And I could never, ever <clears throat> think of him not being a part of my life. I could never, ever think of him not being a part of my life. And I'm so very fortunate that he has gone down the path that he has gone down and has become a, a very self-sufficient man and engaged and, uh, you know, getting ready to get married in a couple of years. And so it's, I guess it's all in how people look at it. You know, if, if you take yeah. it as seriously as it was intended to be taken, you know, I mean, and for whatever reason, I mean, you certainly have to consider certain uh, things that happen and certain options and, and certain situations. But overall, when you talk about a human life, it should be something that is is is, is, is thought through, uh, you know, as, as as much as you can possibly think it through because it is so very important. And in, in, in what is going on, as we have to take it to the courts now to to, to debate sometimes as to whether or not a human life is important, um, it almost kind of boggles yeah. the mind. It really does. But uh, I guess in this day and age, we have yeah. so many people that have so many different thoughts. You have to have some sort of uh, of defining moment that kind of sets sets the bar, yeah. if you want to call it that. But uh, I, I would imagine this is something that you're going to be talking about uh, as well on uh, on April the eighth. I'm, I'm interested to get your your thoughts on sexual exploitation. Are we doing enough in this country to protect uh, pr- to protect yeah. people from sexual exploitation? In in particular, I know here in the state of Missouri um, over the last I guess maybe five, ten years, we've really, uh, it seems like our, our state legislature has really done more to bring human trafficking to the forefront. I mean, you've mm-hmm. got labor trafficking, you've got uh, sex trafficking, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and sexual exploitation. I, you hear about it, it seems like so much more often now than you did in the past, and maybe that's just because of the society we live in with the technology and the ability to uh, get the information, get the news a lot quicker. But do you feel enough is being done? And if not, what would you like to see as far as the direction uh, to prevent sexual exploitation? Yeah. You know, uh, it is one of those issues that is a little bit, um, gives you hope because there is a sort of, at the beginning, at the, at the surface level, this bipartisan support you get, nobody's going to oppose any legislation mm-hmm. uh, geared in in this into us this age issue, but you know, as with everything with government, once you start asking the questions as to what is really happening with the the money that is being thrown at at an issue, mm. then you start seeing that we have a lot of work to do. You know, one of the things we we work in here to to address. Well, this idea of backlogs of sexual rape kids in, in several states that they just linger for years and years, even though we're throwing all these money at the problem, um, it was still uh, happening. Um, you know, and, and the same is true of the really booming, uh, you know, business of, uh, you know, sexual exploitation online, you know, with younger and younger women being able to uh, 
um, you know, engage in, in, in behavior uh, and, uh, and be exploited in ways that everybody knows is happening. Uh, and, and, and the resources are there to fight it, but still it continues to linger and there is no accountability. So that is what we are working on um, right at the moment, if you will. It is the implementation. Everybody wants to sort of fight this, mm-hmm. uh, even though we get to some points, uh, like with pornography, where, where uh, some people start getting weak knees. But we're holding their feet to the fire. And there is much more to be done, I guess, in terms of holding people accountable, that of seeing, uh, being able to ask the proper questions and, and get the reports that we need. Um, that's where the, the issue is. But at least initially there's desire to, to address the issue. Um, and, and, and that is a, a bit encouraging, no? It is encouraging. And, and we hope that people will stay on the right track when it, when it comes to uh, to that as well. One of the other uh, one of the other topics that uh, concerned women uh, for America. Uh, one of the uh, core issues is um, yeah. national sovereignty. And how important is yeah. is national sovereignty in this day and age? Uh, I don't think a, a lot of people give it a whole lot of thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is one of those things again that uh, sort of. Um, you know, you get it, especially in the Christian community, you know, people talk of dirty politics. I don't want to get into that. Right. But it's really all about, uh, all about, again, what we're talking about truth, standing up for what is and what is not, and, and sort of not going on emotion. You know, this is, we live in a day and age where uh, everything is very emotional, and people just feel a certain way, and then, that is supposed to define reality, but it is not. Um, and and you can see how you know some of the policies, for example, about about the border that we have established. Um, you know, they are hurting people. They are hurting children. They are hurting women. You know, we talk about sex trafficking, and one of the biggest issues we have with sex trafficking is the open border. You know, where traffickers are, are able to come in and out and traffic women. Um, you know, as they please, because we have sort of, uh, you know, created this mirage, right? We're ignoring the reality of the brutality that happens when you have chaos instead of order, when you uh, let people exploit uh, those who need it the most, right? We have we are a nation that. Uh, that welcomes the immigrant and, uh, and laws on especially those who are being oppressed everywhere. But other nations, other people with bad motive, they know that too, and they exploit it uh, in very vicious ways. And so, again, it, it starts out, you, you mentioned it like that, you know, especially with those terms, national sovereignty, and mm-hmm. sort of, oh, I don't know if I... But when you get down to what it actually means, you can see that it is still about family and children and women and truth and protecting uh, those who are most vulnerable among us. So we need to be able to sort of grow up uh, in this country and, and step away from, you know, the social media emotional reaction to things. You know, you've seen what they did, for example, with this bill, this very sensible bill right. in Florida. Uh, where they were saying, look, if you're in pre-car, pre- in kindergarten, 
you shouldn't be hearing about transgender ideology. And they turned that into a don't say gay bill. They don't want you to say gay. And they went in all this sort of emotional hysteria. Uh, and I think the people of God, you know, we need to just step back and say no. And, and don't give in to the hysteria and speak in the, uh, the language of, of adulthood. Um, and say, no, this is not what he says. We're trying to do this, this, and this, and not, and not give in to the sort of mob mentality. Um, and the national sovereignty, we have the same sort of issue that, that we get into, you know, you're called bigots or whatever you, they, they, they want to call it. And you need to be able to stand up and, uh, uh, and speak in, in terms that, um, that speak truth. Uh, you know, one of the things that, I want to share when I speak to uh, the people over there and on the 8th uh, to the pastor and then on the ninth on the conference is that the, the call that we get from Ephesians 5 um, is not only to not take part on the unfruitful works of darkness, that's what it calls, mm -hmm. Paul calls it, but it says also, instead expose them. And that's the, the part that I think we struggle with as Christians, right? We are, yeah, I don't engage in that, right? I don't, I don't do that, right? I don't support abortion. I, we have politicians over here that say they don't support abortion personally. <laughs> and then they, they go and do whatever they want in terms of policy, mm -hmm. right? They are, up, they are ignoring the call to expose darkness, to actually go against it, to stand up and say, that is wrong. This is not true, right? There is uh, a reality. So that call that we have to do both things, not only to not engage with it, but also to stand up and proclaim uh, what is true and good. Uh, it's not only good for our country, but it is what we need in our heart. You know, it is what you need in your own life. This is why, you know, for all this quote-unquote progress we've had, right? All this technology, uh, you know, we're more isolated, more unhappy, more, uh, you know, the, 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 the mental issues that people are having, the anxiousness just continues to grow. Um, and it is because of this, because, you know, the Word of God, again, is truth, and, 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 and that's where our happiness, our fulfillment comes from. Uh, not from not engaging in order to have peace. That's what we think we will have, mm -hmm. right? Right. Let me not engage because I just want to have my nine to five or whatever. But it, it doesn't happen that way. I think what we uh, experience, you know, we're, we're, things are done in this day and age, and, and and have always been done, especially when when it comes to politics, uh, on the emotional level. So, do we take yeah. the time to really? examine the issues or how does it make us feel does it uh, get us emotionally charged does it make us uh, wh whatever it is we're talking about does it make us feel happy or sad or mad or or, or, or what have you and that's essentially yeah. it seems like how we allow ourselves to fall into certain traps that have been set up you know uh, by the politicians by our federal government by our state government by local government you know let's get people emotionally charged and we, we, we hope mm -hmm. they really don't take the time to uh, do the research or examine the facts or, 
or what have you. We hope that we can get them to feel yeah. one way or the other emotionally so that we can essentially say, yeah. you know, this is what we're trying to establish and this is how we're trying to establish it. And uh, there's a lot of things that we should consider, yeah. but but we don't because we get so involved in various issues emotionally. And, you know, I, I guess that is something yeah. that uh, you will be bringing to the table when uh, you join the good folks in Springfield, yeah. Missouri, on April the 8th, talking about the challenging issues. And, uh, and it says what churches can legally do to bring biblical values into every area of influence and be inspired and equipped to lead yeah. your congregation in these difficult times. And, and, and that's obviously, you know, there's, there's emotion that's going to be involved. But at the same time, you know, looking yeah. at the various things like the biblical values and, uh, and inspiring people. That's, that's what it's really all about, inspiring people to, yeah. to take the time to learn the message and to not only learn it, but to help to spread that message, I would imagine. Yeah, it, it has to do, you know, with remaining close to the Word of God and realizing that that, that, that is reality, right? We are being sort of manipulated through the media and our consumption and our appetites in a way that it doesn't make any sense if you say, that is why, you know, again, we lose hope. And we lose hope and, and sort of get down and, and our lives get dark because we are looking at the world and the events around us, not through scripture, but we're looking it through social media and through the, 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 the communication and the journalists that give it to you. You know, uh, somebody said to me the other day, hey, what happened to the pandemic? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I, I, you know, they, they just sort of shifted to Ukraine and now we're supposed to all shift to that and, and forget about everything else. And that's sort of the way we are manipulated. And it is because, um, you know, we, we let them do that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and the only way we have, the, the only tool we have to fight those urges and being led astray from here and there is to remain in the world of God. And then look at the world through that lens, right? Through the lens of someone who is sitting on the throne and is in charge and is not, um, you know, uh, uh, surprised by, by, the, by the evil in man's heart, right? And when we do that, then we have a sort of different outlook. We can engage and we won't get down, right? We call them the happy warriors, right? Is the, is the word we, we usually use, right? We are able to engage in a life-giving way. Uh, not only to ourselves and our families, but also even to our opponents to show right. them a better way. Right. You know that is that is the the you know the thing you get from them sometimes this sort of darkness, this sort of way of living of eternal outrage. Right. <laughs> Every day a new outrage. Um, you you got to sort of get out of that and and go back to what what you know it's true. Absolutely. Is the word of God that has endured. Yeah. Mr. Diaz, we're just about out of time. I wanted to, to thank you for your time this morning, and uh, we look forward to seeing you here in the lake. Well, not the lake area. The lake area is just uh, northeast of, of Springfield, so we look forward to uh, seeing you in Springfield on April the 8th.